Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and this episode is sponsored by Kid Culture, an interactive course to help develop kids' minds and hearts through multicultural activities and videos made by kids around the world. As parents, we want so much for our children, including an understanding that every culture around the world is unique and the diversity is something to celebrate. That is a huge responsibility, and depending on where you live, there may not be a lot of diversity in your child's school. It's also not possible for some people to travel, which sometimes makes it feel impossible to expand our children's worldview. This is why I'm so excited to tell you about Kid Culture's new cultural awareness course. To give you an idea of what the course is like, there's a short onboarding video so kids learn how to navigate the website, and then they have access to click anywhere on the world map. With each country, there are different types of videos like Day in the Life, videos about cooking, recreation, and so much more. The videos have a personal feel, they feature kids, and are narrated by kids. Kid Culture combined the best of content, software, and their whole child philosophy to give kids a life-changing educational experience. Kid Culture is committed to building a kid-first space without the ads, addictive algorithms, and unsafe social interactions that make some digital streaming and gaming platforms unsuitable for kids. I have been so impressed by this content and am so grateful for an enriching place my children can independently navigate without the worry of inappropriate content. Go to kidculture.org 3in30 to learn more and buy the course at a discounted price for a limited time only. That's kidculture, K-I-D-C-U-L-T-U-R-E dot org slash 3in30. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast for moms who want to create more meaning in motherhood. Each 30-minute episode will feature three doable takeaways for you to try at home with your family this week. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is with my dear friend, Allison Faulkner, all about her new book called You're Already Awesome. I wanted to start the episode by reading an excerpt from the book that explains why she wrote it. Allison says this, No matter how it manifests in your life, most of us, most of the time, are operating from a lie. It's the same lie that continues to compound our suffering no matter how we feel it, what words we use to describe it, or what we feel caused it. And the lie is this, Our value is measured by the value we create and the value that others give us that we have to earn or prove our value, that we are not inherently worthy enough or even just okay. And in order to be okay, we need people, places, and things that are all outside of ourselves and most likely only gained through pain. This is a lie. Hustle culture, what I define as the idea that your worth and value lay outside yourself and that you must constantly be bettering yourself and striving to be more, is so predominant, so sneakily oozing from underneath almost every message we hear, that we have the word hustle embroidered on pillows at big box craft stores. 
You've got your ribbon, yarn, fake florals, and decorative throws, encouraging its target demographic of 50-year-old women to hustle for their worth. And we don't bat an eye at it. End quote. That last portion about the craft store made me laugh out loud when I read it, which Allison is prone to do, and you're going to hear some of her signature humor and personality in today's episode. By way of background, Allison Faulkner is a branding and events expert, host of the podcast Awesome with Allison, consultant for Fortune 500 companies, writer, speaker, self-proclaimed nonsense dancer, and CEO of Allison's Brand School. Allison is obsessed with her kids, husband, family, and friends. I'm grateful to be one of those friends who has known Allison for several years and witnessed her nonsense dancing up close and personal. I can't wait for you to hear my discussion with her. Before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you that the 3 and 30 team and I have been working on something behind the scenes for the past few months that we hope will help you a lot as you navigate the ups and downs of your current season of motherhood. We have gone through the archives of our 245 episodes and picked out a handful of what we believe are the very best episodes for each phase of motherhood and created curated playlists for you. We don't want you to have to wade through over 122 hours of content to find what you need the most. So we have a playlist for moms of babies, a playlist for moms of toddlers and preschoolers, a playlist for moms of elementary schoolers, and a playlist for moms of tweens and teens. This resource is completely free, and you can get it by going to 3in30podcast.com slash playlists. But don't wait and think to yourself, oh, I'll get to that eventually. Do it right now because these playlists will only be available for one more week before they go back into the vault for a while. So go to 3in30podcast.com slash playlists, P-L-A-Y-L-I-S-T-S, and get the episodes loaded up on your phone so it's easy to just listen on the go while you're driving or exercising or cleaning the house this summer. I'll put the link in the show notes. Okay, with no further ado, here's my conversation with Allison Faulkner. Allison, it is so wonderful to have you back on 3 and 30. Thank you for being here today. Oh, it feels so good to be here. I feel so cozy. I feel so comfortable. I mean, I feel like we're almost together. I would like that, but here we are. And I just finished reading your book, as you know, this morning, curled oh. up in my bed. And I loved it, Allison. I feel like you took a lifetime of hard-earned lessons and put them into 200 pages actionable steps, mantras for women. And I could just feel your heart through the whole thing, the heart that you have for women who are in a difficult place. And just your message of you are already awesome is so powerful. And thank you so much for doing that hard work to write this book. Well, I'm like crying now. (laughs) Thank you, because I really, really respect what you do. I really respect you as a person. Also, you're just such a beautiful creator. Like, you're so smart. So it means a lot that you would read my whole book and that you think it's really good. (laughs) It means a lot. So thank you. And the intention was you're not going to read the book and feel like you have to do more. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because you're already awesome. You're already awesome. And I think this is why people love your podcast so much, too, is the takeaways are so actionable and so concise that just by listening, you feel like you're accomplishing something, right? You're like, I got my takeaways. And so that was the hope. I'm like, if you read the book, that's it. You're doing it. You're doing the thing. You're ingesting something that's helping you return to your awesome, to your wholeness. And that's it. That's all we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And so you set the book up. Is it 10 shifts? So there's 12 shifts. 
And I loved the word shift because Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily an action. It's just a mindset, right? It's like we're shifting the mindset. We're shifting the thought. It's a really kind word. It's a really compassionate word. It's also, you have to say the F really pronouncedly when you're doing audio shift. like (laughs) Which of course you got a kick out of every single time you said it. Every time. Every time. I want to make a bumper sticker that says shift happens. And then, yeah. I love that. Because it's true. Small shifts over time make a huge difference in the way that you think about yourself. And that's really what this book is. I mean, your subtitle is to silence your inner critic. It's how to stop that bully in your head and have these little shifts that help you to think more compassionately about yourself. And so each chapter of the book goes through one of those shifts. I'm saying that (laughs) right. And we were going to do three. We were going to talk about three of them for the three takeaways. And right before, like 10 minutes before, I texted Allison and said, I changed my mind. Three is too many. Let's just dive into one deep. The shift that really stood out and impacted me the most as I was reading it. And then if people want to hear the other 11, they're going to have to go get the book. and. Read it or listen to it if they are an audio listener. And I read it. I read the book, but the whole time I was actually wishing that I had it audio because I would love to hear you read it to me. It has so much of your personality and your sense of humor in it that I'm sure the audio book is just going to be a joy. So thank you. I laugh at my own jokes more than I'd like to admit while reading the book. I'm like, I forgot I wrote that. This is great. So yeah, audio book would be great for everyone. And today we are going to talk about the shift that is called, I am exactly where I need to be and how to embody that belief and begin to actually live it and believe it and accept I am exactly where I need to be when you're going through difficult times, big or small. And that stood out to me because that is a really hard one for me personally. I am always thinking like, I should be farther along. I should be able to be more productive. You know, and I think a lot of women relate to that. I went through a really, really difficult pregnancy where I was sick for the entire nine months Mm. in bed. And it was so hard for me to accept I'm exactly where I need to be. I don't need to be productive right now. I can just rest and grow this baby. So there's a variety of situations for women listening that I think that they really need this message. And so we're going to share three takeaways, or as you said in your text to me yesterday, hot takes. (laughs) (laughs) Hot takes. (laughs) Three hot takes on how to actually live this and believe this. So do you want to start in with your first hot take? Yeah, my hot take. Thank you. Yeah. So this this shift of I'm exactly where I need to be. So uh, even just like say like that for me, like I wanted the the shifts to be like oh my gosh, if I could believe that, that would make me feel better. Mm-hmm. Now, it might make you feel combative. And cool, notice that. Like I talked to Miranda Anderson and she's like, this one made me mad. I was like, good, let's talk about why it made you mad, you know? So I think even just thinking about as we move into the hot takes with this, I'm exactly where I need to be. Let's go ahead and we'll do the first takeaway, which okay. is a practice that I share throughout the book to help give application to the shifts. So how can you go from, I'm in my bed, I can't get out of bed, to I'm exactly where I need to be? That might seem like a big jump, right? Yes, yes. I came up with this acronym for what I was doing subconsciously to help me shift into this place of, I don't need to be different, do different, perform different. I'm exactly where I need to be. And it's to tap. 
T-A-P. So it's an acronym. And this is our first takeaway. Yes. And yes. so this practice, you don't have to use it just with the shift. I put it in application throughout the book. And here's the acronym. So we'll use the example of how does the phrase, I'm exactly where I need to be, make you feel. So everyone can just like do it along with us, right? Mm. So we can mm-hmm. tune it. So Rachel, now I like flip it on you. So tuning in, when you hear that phrase, what kind of emotion does it give you? What kind of feeling or thoughts? And it doesn't have to be positive, just whatever it is. Yeah. Tuning in, what's inside. For me, I feel a lot of relief mm. when I hear that phrase, I'm exactly where I need to be. I can see how it might make someone mad or angry if they don't believe that, but at least where I am at this moment in time, it resonates as true and it gives me a sigh of relief when I hear that. I love that. And so tuning in can look just like that. Hmm. It's just the opposite of going out for validation, going out for confirmation. So the idea of the whole book is you're already awesome. So I introduced the challenge to feel awesome now, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what you believe the reality to be. Not so that you feel giddy and happy and blissful all the time, but so that you return to your place of wholeness, you return to your place of awareness. And in that place of wholeness, we can be both grieving and happy. We can be both mad and forgiving. Like we get to be it all. So just so people know when I'm saying return to your awesome or feel awesome now, that's how I'm using the word awesome, Mm -hmm. right? So in order to do this, tuning in requires us to listen to ourselves. Mm -hmm. What? That's crazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And it requires stopping the frantic mm. thoughts mm. and just going in and saying, what am I actually feeling right now? Yes. Not what yes. do I wish I were feeling? Yes. What, what should quote unquote I be yep. feeling, but tune in. What am I actually feeling right now? Yes. And so you're like, okay, great. Cute. What do I do? Oh, good news. There's a And the A-T-A, remember, it's tap. It's like a little toe tap, a little finger tap, just a little easy movement to shift. And the A is accept. So you just go, okay, like, let's use Rachel as an example. Like, I feel relieved when I hear I'm exactly where I need to be. I accept that that might mean that I'm maybe being pretty hard on myself. I accept that that might mean maybe I'm expecting myself to get a lot done, right? Whatever it is that you're going to make it mean about you, whether it's positive, negative. So I blow up at my kids. Let's say I get really mad and I tune in and I'm like, oh man, I just blew up at my kids. Oh, I feel bad about that. Except, yeah, I blew up at my kids. You know, we sing a little hooba stank. I'm not a perfect person. And we just. <laughs> I'm we, not a perfect person. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Thank you. There's many things I wish I didn't do, you know, but I'll continue learning, right? So that's, that's because I'm still continuing hooba stank. I know. there, And there's lyrics woven through your whole book. I would like everyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to give you the P in tap. And it's because you're going to see how we often skip the A. (laughs) Mm. And it's pick your focus. So we tune in, we accept, pick our focus. Here's what I think I'm feeling. Let me label it. And then now I'm going to pick something else. Mm. So you can see how like we're taking the meat out of the sandwich when we take the acceptance out of 
tuning in and picking the focus. And I feel like so many of us are in a place where we're like pocket psychologists and we're reading all of the like, here's how to have a conversation and psychologies and here's my boundaries and all that's great. Okay. It's all great, but it's all just a bunch of garbly gook because without acceptance, we're in the place of suffering. Without acceptance, we're in the place of strife. And so in order to feel that peace, even in the grief, even in the loss, even in the pain, the acceptance is, yeah, I'm mad. Oh, okay. I'm mad. Oh my gosh. Like I accept that I'm mad. Feeling mad is something that I used to think was like a waste of time. Mm -hmm. I really did think that. So accepting that I'm mad was actually a big one for me. Mm -hmm. And so right there, when we're talking about I'm exactly where I need to be, if you're having a hard time believing that, or you maybe would like to examine how that could possibly be true, that first idea of tapping, tuning in, accepting, and pick your focus is a great way to move into that shift or any of the shifts. Yeah. And I did love that you wove this tap through the whole book, through every shift. It sounds to me like it's really become a practice in your life. Do you actually think through these steps when you're confronted with a difficult emotion? I did it this morning and it's kind of like when I'm feeling really chaotic in my head, I go back to basics. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. a few days ago, I was so overwhelmed with, and this is very applicable for I'm exactly where I need to be. I wasn't working for about a year and a half. I mean, I was working on the book, but I couldn't do anything else. I was really, really sick in bed for over a year, tons mm. of doctors, all the things, right? And yet I'm kind of at this stalemate where my biggest dream is going to come true, but I'm physically in a place where it does not feel possible for it to be true. Mm. And there's no answers. There's no solutions. There's only more pain, more failed appointments, more failed attempts at getting the pain in check. And that's when you start to feel like you're a crazy person. You're like, I I must be making this pain up. Nobody knows what to do about it. And I share that because I know so many people going through something similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you hear, I'm exactly where I need to be when you're in that much pain, Mm. that's a hard thing to hear. So I just want to say, I see you, I love you, I feel you, I honor that. This is not to dismiss your pain. It's not to dismiss your suffering. It's to help you through it. Mm. So I was just talking to a friend with really bad gastrointestinal pain. And she was talking about how when that pain comes in, it's almost like a trauma, like a trigger. Because she starts Mm. thinking, oh no, the pain is starting again. Yeah, And I think we all have that same thing happen, right? Mm -hmm. But you can also use that trigger, that physical trigger as a reminder to tap. Yes. You feel the pain, you feel the headache coming on, you see the aura and you know a migraine's about to start or whatever. And your body starts to panic because it knows. And then you take a deep breath and you say, what am I feeling right now? I'm feeling Mm. really afraid because I know what's about to come. And you accept it. I'm afraid right now because migraines are really hard. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. And then you pick your focus. I guess that's the step that I feel like is hard to know. So if you've accepted that you're afraid of the migraine that's about to come, what does it look like to pick your focus? So when you truly accept something, the compassionate narrative, the compassionate voice, a new focus will arise. 
So that's like a super annoying kind of Zen mastery thing. Like where it's like, you you will know the path. Mm -hmm. But it truly is. You're like, okay, I don't want to be mad anymore. I accept that I'm mad. I'm done being mad. How do I stop being mad? Unfortunately, you haven't actually accepted that you're mad or you're not done being mad. That's it. Because when Mm. you're done, you've actually accepted it. And when you're done being mad, something moves through. Now, one thing when I am really, really in an emotion that I can't seem to process, a a tool that I always use is journaling. Mm. So maybe if you're having a really hard time, like picking your focus, your mind is always going to outsmart itself. So your brain is working super, super fast. It's making all these connections. And if you don't actually physically write it down, it's going to outsmart itself. Mm. No matter how many times I tell myself to pick a new focus, before I even finish that thought, I'm on to the next one. Yeah. And so as I'm talking about journaling, I feel like that moves really nicely into our second takeaway, which is practicing believing I'm exactly where I need to be. And you can practice that through your journaling. And sometimes I'll even just use that as a prompt. I'm exactly where I need to be in my bed right now. I'm exactly where I need to be. My bank account is at $150. That's exactly where I need to be. Like it's putting me in the practice of accepting it. Mm -hmm. And from that place of acceptance, more inspiration is going to arrive. And so here are some other easy ways that I practice this. I'm exactly where I need to be when I'm waiting in a long line, (laughs) when I'm stuck in traffic, When I'm spending time with my kids and I'm so over the movie or the game or... Or the story they're telling you about Minecraft. Yes, yes, Minecraft. I don't understand. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. But I'm exactly where I need to be. And it's really helpful and it gives you your power back in so many situations when you feel like a victim you get to come in and be more of the victor, right? And say, I'm actually exactly where I need to be, Mm -hmm. right? And this is where the comparison trap is really sneaky because we're really evolved individuals and we're so over comparing ourselves with our neighbor. We're still in this trap of comparing ourselves where we think we are supposed to be right now. Mm. Even if it's not with an actual human that we're comparing ourselves to, we're we're comparing comparing ourselves to future or parallel versions of ourselves. Or past yes. versions of ourselves. Past. Past yeah. is killer for past. me sometimes. Past. I used to be able to be so much more productive. I used to this or that. And to just say, no, I'm exactly where I need to be right now is hard to accept. It is. It's hard yeah. to accept because like accepting it when you're in pain, it can feel unfair and it can feel mean and it can feel cruel. But we all know when we tell someone this really hard thing happened and they go, oh, but it's going to be okay. It's really dismissive sometimes. Mm-hmm. We do that to ourselves on a mind-blowing level, Mm -hmm. right? No hard thing can happen without us being like, well, it always could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. But do we have to be dead with all of our appendages cut off in order to accept sympathy from ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Where I really, really started learning this was in 2017 when I was hit by a car when I was on a run. And my career, my jobs, everything felt like it was crescendoing and I got hit by a car. Mm, I remember. I remember. But when I was in bed, I was beating the crap out of myself for being in bed with broken ribs. What? And so I started really just focusing on rest. I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm healing. Yeah. And I feel like going back to this takeaway... 
you have to practice this in the small things in order to actually believe it in the big things. So you have to practice. I'm exactly where I need to be in the grocery store line when your skin is crawling because you don't want to be patient anymore. You have to practice it when you are on Instagram and you see someone else's account that has grown more quickly than yours. And you take a deep breath and say, I am exactly where I need to be in my business. You know, these little daily practices of this really pay off when you are faced with a major health crisis and you're in your bed and you are trying to believe I'm exactly where I need to be in that really big hard time. Yeah. And you've done that. I've watched you do it when you healed after the car accident. And then again, when you had all of your health problems in the last year, you've had to really live what you preach with accepting where you are right now. And it's powerful to watch you do it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You and I are both achievers. Yeah. And we really are passionate about our work. And it's difficult to step back from that productivity mindset and believe that rest is productive and rest is important and healing is important and that I'm exactly where I need to be at any given time. Let's take a quick break to thank this episode's sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Splendid Spoon, craveable, veggie-packed meals sent right to your door. You can bet we have a summer outing almost every day, whether it's meeting up with friends to the pool or for a quick hike with our puppy Petra. I'm usually on top of making sure my kids have plenty to eat. They help out by constantly reminding me they're hungry, but I'm not always prepared with something nourishing for myself to eat. Splendid Spoons sends delicious, plant-based, ready-to-eat meals and snacks right to your door. You'll only have to lift a finger to press start on your microwave. Yes, you heard that right. Microwave. Splendid Food has a fresh take on classic meals along with smoothies, soup bowls, and noodle bowls. Every meal plan is customizable, so you get what you want every time. Plus, eating plant-based food can come with benefits like improved energy, sleep, digestion, and complexion. The cauliflower masala and garden minestrone soup are my absolute favorite, and their white bean tomatillo soup is delicious and soothing for the soul. Eat well and enjoy more of your summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to splendidspoon.com slash 3 and 30 for $50 off your first box when you subscribe. That's $50 off at splendidspoon.com slash 3 and 30 This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. It's no secret that I am a fan of soul care. This summer, soul care looks like walks, journaling, long drives, listening to podcasts with my family, and even focus time alone to work on my podcast. Yes, working on the show is definitely soul care for me. It invigorates my mind as I learn great tools for helping my family and myself. We constantly put maintenance into keeping our homes and cars running, so why not put the same care into keeping our minds healthy? There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. There's also BetterHelp Online Therapy, which can help you identify unhealthy thought patterns or coping mechanisms and train your brain to experience and process emotions so you can more easily move through them to live a full life. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. 
Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash 3 and 30. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash 3 and 30. I think that leads us really well into our third takeaway about habits. When you've gone through these physical challenges, like you've talked about, how did you rely on your supportive habits when your body was no longer cooperating with you? Yeah. So I was on a run to deal with my anxiety and stress when I got hit by a car. Like You used running as a coping mechanism. So what do you do when that's taken away from you? And I'm going to do you one better. I used serving other people, Mm -hmm. creating events and an environment where I could give to people and I could pay people an office space, a business, workshops, every single thing that I created validated that what I was doing was worthwhile. Mm -hmm. There was a lot involved. But Mm -hmm. yeah, if you've watched me for the last 10 years, get a lot done. Keep in mind. I did get a lot done. My body shut down. I'm not saying I did it all wrong. I'm just saying it's the truth, right? Mm. And so reassigning your habits. This is our third takeaway. This is our third takeaway. Let's just like get one degree headier with it. And it's like reassign where you get your value. Reassign where you get your validation. So the habit Mm. was getting my validation from being of use and value to other people. The habit that I had to reassign was using other people and accomplishments as a marker of my value and just worthiness of being around. So it's like, if you don't have anything to bring, don't show up. I didn't realize like that was the message I was affirming and affirming and affirming and affirming to myself. Mm. So reassigning that habit of you're already awesome. <laughs> I don't have to bring anything. I don't have to accomplish anything. I don't have to achieve anything. Now, If this is a newer concept to you, you're like, well, how am I going to get anything done? You're going to get it done with a lot of compassion and ease, and it's going to feel really fun. That's how it's actually going to get done. Your feelings are still going to get hurt. Your friends are still going to say and do crappy things. Your mom's going to offend you still, but (laughs) you're going to navigate it all without it being quite so devastating. Hmm. So then you just feel like this like kind of little warrior, this little awesome warrior. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Allison. This is really, really powerful. Like I said, I know that you've walked the walk with this. It's not just a philosophy to you. It's actually how you've lived and gotten through a lot of these difficult things you've gone through in the last five years, particularly with your physical body. And I just really respect and admire you and the person you are and the work that you do. Thank you so much for writing this book and thank you for coming on 3 and 30. Thank you for having me, and you're just doing such a good job. And I love that. I love that you always – that's like one of your mantras that I've always loved that you say you're doing a really good job. And I think you need to end this episode with what you always say at the end of your episodes on your podcast. I would love to. So tell my audience. Give them the words. I'll give it to you. Only you can be you, and you are already as awesome as you need to be. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Allison. Thank you. I had so much fun talking to my hilarious and wise friend, Allison, and learning from her, as I always do, about accepting my humanity and recognizing my awesome. If you sometimes struggle to believe that you are exactly where you need to be, here are three tools from Allison. First, remember to tap. That stands for tune in, accept, and pick your focus. 
When you start to feel frenzied, upset, jealous, or fearful about the place where you currently are, pause and tune in to your body and soul. Stop looking outward and turn in. What am I feeling right now, physically and emotionally? Once you're clear on that, try to accept it. Say it out loud without shaming yourself. Try to truly accept the feeling instead of telling yourself that you should feel differently. Once you have done that, pick your focus. What are you going to focus on today or in the next minute or the next hour to help you stay in self-compassion instead of self-loathing? I have to tell you that I used the TAP method just the other night when I was feeling incredibly anxious for no logical reason and my body was reacting physically to my stress. I lay on the bed and thought through the steps of TAP and it helped me a lot. So remember, tune in, accept, and pick your focus. Allison's second takeaway or hot take in her words is to practice believing that you are exactly where you need to be in the small moments. This might be in a long line at the grocery store or stuck in traffic or while playing a board game with your child. The more you practice this belief, the more authentic it will feel to you when you are in the midst of a big challenge such as a health, financial, or relationship crisis. You can get better at believing this compassionate shift the more you practice it. And third and finally, reassign where you find your sense of value and worth. We have to move away from believing that what we produce and give to others is what makes us valuable. Because sometimes we're faced with situations in life where we literally can't produce or give to others. And then where does our self-worth come from? Notice when you are valuing yourself for your productivity and the things you do instead of for your innate awesome. The more you notice this tendency in yourself, the more you'll be able to shift towards believing in your unconditional enoughness. I know these are deep concepts that might take a while to really embody, but I invite you to try on the shift in mindset this week and see what comes up for you and if it blesses you and brings you peace. When you start to feel like you're behind or you're not enough, remember I am exactly where I need to be. I'm rooting for you, my friends, and I hope you'll grab one of our limited time playlists so you can get more support within your unique phase of motherhood. Those are available at 3in30podcast.com slash playlists. Don't forget to put the S on that playlist. As always, I hope that you will remember that you are doing a really good job, and I hope you have a beautiful week with your family. Lizzie Mathis, the host of the Cool Mom Code podcast, where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town. I'm excited to give you a behind the scenes, real talk combo between some of the most influential and tastemaker mamas I know. Subscribe and stay tuned for new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't ever miss a beat. See you there.